1: this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. There is a movie opening this weekend that I think a lot of people in South Florida will not only want to see, but will feel inspired by, and we're very fortunate to have the lead actress from the movie Origin. Welcome to Miami, Miss Anjanue Ellis-Taylor. It is a delight to talk to you. Hi.
0: It's a delight
1: to be talked to from Miami. Yes. You know, you've done so much, so many great things in your career as an actor, a producer, an activist as well. Starred in the TV series, Justified City Primeval on Hulu. King Richard, which, you know, is kind of a connection to us in Miami with the Williams sisters. You played their mom or a scene. Uh, The TV series, Lovecraft Country. We've got to mention The Help. And of course, most recently the color purple. But your newest film, open this weekend, is Origin, directed by the amazing Ava DuVernay. Tell us about your role in the lead of this film.
0: Well, the film is based on the book Cass, that's written by Isabel Wilkerson, two-time Pulitzer Prize winner Isabel Wilkerson. And what the film does is, you know, Cass is a work of journalism, right? A journalistic research. But what the film does is it takes Ms. Wilkerson and makes her the focus of the film. She is who we go on this ride with in the movie. Ava, Mr. Vernay, in spending time with Ms. Wilkerson, found that she was a compelling character herself. And so Isabel Wilkerson is the focus of this film.
1: So what sounds like it should be a documentary has turned into an adventure, a love story, and also it's a really important take on America, where we are now, versus where we Mm -hmm. thought we were in terms of racism, but the way Ava and Isabel talk about it is cast, much like in India, Mm -hmm. and she also makes analogies to Nazi Germany. What was Mm -hmm. that like for you, sort of rearranging the concept of racism into caste, something that we don't talk about in America.
0: Yeah, because I I don't think we, at least I didn't know, realize that we have a caste system here in this country and always have had a caste system in this country. And what she also is telling us is that race is just a tool of caste and that in this country's inception, the folks who wanted to establish and maintain power That they needed something in order to do that. And in order to do that, they had to maintain themselves as superior and make someone else inferior. And they could have chosen anything. They could have chosen, I don't know, like your hand size. You know, they could have chosen anything. But they chose the color of skin, which codified then into race. And what Isabelle does, and what Mess DuVernay does in the film, is that they explode the fraud of that. and makes us examine these divisions in with this
1: new language. Yeah, the book is a must-read. And the way she explains how, even before our quote-unquote forefathers who created the Constitution, where it says that we are all created equal, they started building in laws that were separating people by color or they called it race. And Mm -hmm. those things became so inherent that people didn't think about it, I think, in modern times, until really George Floyd, or go back to Trayvon Martin, who is also, his story is in the film, which is very close to us in South Florida.
0: I think it's interesting. And I think that's probably why, you know, what's so great about this book and the experience of the film is that, you know, some people have the um, they are allowed to not think about those things. You know, they are allowed to not think about that happening and that that has been our history in, in our country until something like George Floyd happens. And, you know, we all know what happened to George Floyd because someone recorded it. But there have been hundreds of thousands of George Floyd's, um that preceded him.
1: Were you able to meet with Isabel as you came into the role?
0: No, I didn't meet with her. Um, Ava had been working with Ms. Wilkerson for two years, Mm -hmm. essentially before she started production of the film. So by the time I became a part of the cast, they had kind of set up a working practice where Isabel had said, you do your thing.
1: Wow. Uh,
0: And Ava wanted to give her her space, so I just respected that.
1: So how did you create this character of a real person who you'd never met?
0: Right, you know, I, I have had to do that with characters i've played who were, you know, dead, you know, no longer here, but it is it's a different thing that i'm not having contact with her and she's alive and well. So for me that makes the responsibility of it even more more important for me because i want to honor this person as much as i can. So what i would do i started with the book. Her book is as much a work of journalism as it is a memoir. So i would find things about her uh every argument that she makes essentially she points it back to her to her own personal experience so I gleaned things from there um she has done these interviews she did a famous TED talk and I would just study those over and over and over and over again and then on top of that I had a great script in uh mm-hmm. what Ava wrote so I had a lot of good material to pull from You know, I hope it it works.
1: I have no doubt you're already being mentioned as a potential Oscar nominee for the role. The movie has already won a couple of awards. You've already won a couple of awards for this role. To add to the other nominations you've had throughout your career, which has just been stellar. I mean, from, from the time you started on Broadway, and like, who starts their career on Broadway? <laughs> you know, um, To the TV shows and the films you've worked with, some of the best in the industry, including, of course, Ava. But, you know, we're talking Denzel, Samuel L. Jackson, Courtney B. Vance, Nisi Nash, you can go on and on. What did you learn along the way from working with people who had been around a little bit longer than you?
0: That was my, honestly, I went to graduate school for acting, but my education came from being on set um, and not knowing what the heck I was doing, honestly, but watching people who did and observing them. And I have learned from, I've I've been, as you said, fortunate to work with incredible people, and particularly in this, with in origin, with now Emmy winner, Niecy Nash Betts, you know. And I just, I knew at a certain point that I didn't know what I was doing. I claimed that. I owned that. And I just was an observer. I just was an observer. And I the thing is, I can learn from anybody. It doesn't matter if they are someone like Denzel Washington and Samuel L. Jackson. They're younger actors. Who come to the work with a new perspective or fresh ideas? I learn from everybody, and I've just been open to that. And became if I can call myself, a, you know, a better actor, um, I went through that by being on sets and learning from
1: people like that. You studied in addition to theater. You also got your initial degree in African American Studies from Brown University. How did that impact? your role, and this story.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's it's so much of our misinformation and lack of information comes from our school experiences. One of the things that I, one of the most important things that, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but I think it's important to know whether you see the film or not, is that the Nazi Germans, they studied Jim Crow and laws of segregation in the South to figure out how to establish Nazi law in Germany.
1: It's shocking, isn't it, that they would study America yes. for that? Yes. One of the takeaways from the book, what do you want people to take away from the movie opening this weekend, Origin? What do you want people to walk away with after they've seen it?
0: Well, I want folks to, first of all, see it. Yeah. Go <laughs> <laughs> see it. Go see it. Um and then I want people, after they see it, when the lights go up, to talk about it. Talk about how they felt, what moved them, what angered them, um, what they disagreed with. Because that is as valuable, right? Yeah. Um, and what we want to do is we want to build those bridges between the dominant cast and the lower cast. We want to build those bridges and start talking in a way that we haven't done before. And I think the reason why this film can do that is because it connects us in ways that we never imagined that we were connected by. So true. And I think it's an opportunity to do that.
1: Do you feel a pressure now to have to do really serious movies that make a social statement?
0: I don't feel that pressure. I I welcome that. It's the kind of work that I do. You know, I'm not going to be here that much longer on the planet, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel that There's so much that hasn't been told about who we are, particularly with Black Americans, particularly with women, man. My God, women. So much that we don't know because that history has been kept from us. So I, I, it's the work that I feel most fulfilled by. So I want to do more of that.
1: Okay. And I'm sure you will. I wish you luck at the Academy Award nominations coming out on the 23rd. How important is the awards to you?
0: Well, you know, it is so subjective, so subjective, and you want those things to happen because it contributes to the longevity of a film, having that. But I, I, I want folks to just see the film because I feel that this, not every movie is like that.
1: You know right. what I mean? Not right.
0: every movie is like that. Sure. But I think this could have another life, even, even if none of that happens. It can have another kind of life, which I'm interested to see that other kind of life because that's why I wanted to do it. That's why I wanted to be a part of the
1: film. I feel like you've already won the award just for doing yet another film with Ava DuVernay and having this lead role as Isabel Wilkerson. I mean, you are surrounded by great actors, writers, producers, and you're part of them. So... I congratulate you on everything that you've done. And I just I thank you for how you are bringing things to light at a time when we really need it. And you, if you would, thank Miss DuVernay as well.
0: I will. I definitely will. And thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your time today.
1: Oh, I appreciate yours and what you do and your beautiful actress. I wish you the best of everything. Thank you for your time.
0: Oh, thank you. Have a good rest of your day.
1: Thank you. You too. Joining us now on Community Focus, a look at a community and an organization focused on both bringing people together and helping local students get a lift up to a more secure future with college scholarships. The organization is Unity in the Community of Pompano Beach. This is our third or fourth year going to the event next Saturday, January 27th, and it is called Unity in the Community. Very happy to welcome the Scholarship Committee Chair, Carolyn Mann. Good to talk to you again.
2: Good to talk to you, Ellen.
1: Unity in the Community of Pompano Beach, you started as just a group of local residents who wanted to bring people together. Tell me about that process.
2: Well, actually, I guess it was around 2011, and our mayor at the time was uh, Lamar Fisher, and our chief was Chief Knowles. And they um, had some discussions with local leaders and how can we bring the citizens together. And this went to the different leaders of each community. And this was birthed out of that, out of probably about a year's worth of meetings, uh, Unity in the Community was created.
1: That's a lot of work (laughs) that goes into this event, which is understandable considering it's free and you welcome everybody from the community, as well as the businesses, there are not so many events where businesses can have a free place to exhibit what they do. How many exhibitors do you think you're going to have this year?
2: Well, right now we have 95. We have a lot of nonprofits, so we are looking for more businesses. There are 140 spaces, so there's plenty of room. If a business would like to come, uh, I do have to mention we didn't want to make it a commercial marketplace, so you cannot sell directly, but you can certainly promote your business or service at the event.
1: And I can't think of a better way to do it when you're drawing several thousand people right from the local community to promote your business and let people get to know you. And, you know, we're so accustomed to technology nowadays. There's something to be said for meeting people face-to-face, especially with trying to let them know about what you do in your business.
2: Absolutely. It's always a personal connection, right? It exactly. brings you uh, to ultimately buy or associate with someone.
1: Absolutely. Is there a particular kind of exhibitor that you look for or is just anyone who's in a business? And do they have to be in Pompano Beach?
2: They do not have to be in Pompano Beach. And it does not a particular business. We have everything from financial services to pressure cleaning to a golf cart company. So. Pretty much wide open. It's just like I said, it's not the place for you to sell your arts and crafts. But gotcha. if you have a business, you definitely are welcome.
1: Okay. And then you also get all of these thousands of people come out. And of course, one of the attractions is that it's free and there's free food and drink. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so who's going to be lined up with the free food and drink this year? Who are your sponsors?
2: Well, this year we're going to have Jets Pizza. Anthony's Pizza. Also a new business in Pompano, Raisin Cane. It's um, Creole Chicken and Buffalo Wild Wings. We have a couple of Italian ice. We have Jeremiah's ice and Kona ice. And then we're going to fill in with hot dogs and hamburgers that Big Tree Barbecue is going to cook for us. They're going to send us a cook and we're providing the grill so we won't go hungry. And then we have a Pepsi and Frito-Lay products.
1: That's fantastic. And you always have a great entertainment lineup with performances by local cultural groups And this year, again, singer-songwriter Jamie King Colton and his band, big supporter of Unity in the Community. And for the musical historians among us, you probably already know that he was the musical director for Little Eva. And he traveled around the world on tour with Dion. So you've got him back again, a great mix of pop, rock, blues, and jazz. And that performance starts at 2 p.m. But you also have this amazing partnership with the sheriff's office and the local officers who I understand perform at the event.
2: Yes, we do. We're very happy to have that partnership. Both the deputies and unity in the community, we value that. And it's a great chance for our Broward Sheriff's Office to show all the different things they can do a canine demonstration. And believe me, these are amazing dogs that they have. And then they do a SWAT team demonstration. And I do want to mention they do some gunfire, but it's not live, of course. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, and we just want to let everybody know it's a demonstration. We had some reactions last year, which was the first time in 12 years that it ever happened. but. Um, It's a demonstration and it's a fantastic thing where they show uh, the SWAT team taking down a perpetrator and it's pretty neat to see how they do that.
1: It's got to be different from what we see on TV that we're so immune to. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's not quite as violent as TV. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. And I understand that some people would react, you know, with all of the stories we see about shootings. And that's one of the things about this that makes it so special is by bringing the community together. I believe, and I'm sure you can verify this, you actually reduce crime in the neighborhood.
2: Oh, yes. We want to create that partnership so that our citizens and their children can trust law enforcement. And I will give you a surprise. The BSO helicopter comes and the kids are able to come and maybe get their picture taken with the helicopter.
1: Oh, how cool. (laughs) (laughs) They just fly in and land right in the middle.
2: They do. And everybody's always astounded that that happens. So we're counting on it again.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've done such an amazing job. The name is so perfect, Unity in the Community. And it's one of the things that a lot of other communities work on is building the relationship between residents and officers. And, and you've done it brilliantly. So congratulations on that. Now, you've always had a kid zone for Unity in the Community. What is going to be part of that this year?
2: Okay, the Kids Zone, uh, I guess kids have graduated from bounce houses and now they do inflatable obstacle courses. So we're going to have inflatable obstacle course and then one with a slide. So that'll be fun. And then we have free face painting. We have students from our Blanchine Lee High School Interact Club, which is like a rotary club for students. Uh Uh-huh. They do the face painting at no charge. We're going to have balloon twisting, or they make little animals out of balloons, with Susie. Her name is Suzy. Right. And let's see what else? We're going to have a demonstration of cheerleaders from Charles Drew Elementary and a martial arts demonstration. Then Home Depot is coming, and they're going to do their crafts for the kids I don't know what they're going to make of birdhouse or a little car I don't know but come on out and they'll get to make something with their own hands with Home Depot some games and music so it'll
1: be fun everything you just <laughs> mentioned I want to do <laughs> yeah, oh, well, then we have
2: the popcorn and snow cones too, all free.
1: And I bet the parents love bringing the kids over there because they must want to participate also.
2: <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. It's hard to get them out. <laughs> I believe it. You know, it's really, it's
1: kind of like a everybody is one, you know, regardless yeah. of where you live, regardless of what you look like, and regardless of your age, you're all enjoying the same things for a day. And Absolutely. you can't beat that. And then, of course, right. as you know, the head of the scholarship committee, that's one of the big things that comes out of this. And I have to point out, you know, people may say, scholarships, where do you get the money for that? Because everything is free. So where do you get the money for these scholarships that go to high school students?
2: Well, that's a great question. We have some generous sponsors who um, donate to the event. One of them being City of Pompano Beach, Um, they let us use the park and they do make a donation that helps defray our costs. We get a lot of in-kind donations, so our costs are low. But then other um, companies donate funds that go directly to our scholarship fund. And then we have a live auction there at the event for a couple of fantastic prizes. One of them is a ride on the Goodyear
1: Blimp. I think you're the only people who have that as a prize.
2: Well, yeah, it does have to be a charity. There are a few of them around Pompano that get that. And okay. We were fortunate enough to uh, get a certificate for this year. And then uh, once again, we were able to partner with um, Zulu Nyala. They have an African safari in the Kenya area. Um, a friend of mine from Rotary helped us get that. Wow. Um so that that is 6 nights stay for 2 people in a standard room 3 meals a day and two game viewing activities they'll take you to see the live game Whoa. there. Oh so,
1: yeah. that is worth a huge amount of money.
2: That is, that is. I believe it starts at 2000. So just be prepared.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, but that's still, I mean, six nights, all meals included in Africa. Africa. Yeah. Yeah, That is well worth that minimum 2000. And I'm sure worth much, much more than that. So, really amazing prizes. And how many people do you have working on that? I mean, you work on it all year, right?
2: We do work at it all year. I'd say we have a core group of about 12 um, from all areas of the um, community. So we're always looking for more. You know, our president wants to move on. I moved on. I was president for eight years. Uh, our president is Mike Blanger. He'd like to take a break. So we are looking for some uh, board members that help plan the event. Don't worry. We'll be behind the scenes. We'll help you. Okay. <laughs> Um, And we have a lot of things in place, so we just kind of make some phone calls and it happens.
1: All right, so let's talk about the best way to reach you. Let's start with board members or a potential president. If someone wants to really be involved in the community, how do they contact you?
2: Okay, they can call us directly at 954-729-0192. That's 954-729-0192.
1: Now, for someone who wants to exhibit, there's still almost a week left to make those arrangements. And all you need to do is call and reserve your spot, bring a, a tent and a table and a couple of chairs. How do they become exhibitors?
2: Well, the best way so that nothing falls through the cracks would be if they would go to our website, which is www.uic. Pompano.org. So that's U for unity, I for in, C for community, Pompano, U-I-C, Pompano.org. And go to the Get Involved tab at the top and then Exhibitors.
1: Okay. I believe there is also a Donate button on the website?
2: There is a Donate button on the website and uh, we have PayPal giving, so they give us a break on the fees so that is a secure place to make a donation.
1: All right. And then for any high school students who heard that word scholarship, I was looking at the pictures from last year of your beautiful high school students with their $1,500 checks ready to go off to college. The application period runs through April?
2: Yes, it's um, we'll start taking applications February 1st and I'll go through April 15th. And you do need to be a resident of Pompano Beach uh, to be eligible, and we'll have the application online at that time. It's, again, uicpompano.org. We haven't put it up yet. We are getting requests for it, but we'll, we'll wait till the event is over and then we'll put that up.
1: That makes sense. And what are some of the criteria you're looking for when you have to go through these applications and choose a handful of people?
2: They, uh, as I said, need to be resident of Pompano Beach, a graduate from any high school. They just have to be a resident of Pompano, but they can go to a different high school that's not in Pompano. Um, be accepted to some place of higher learning, whether it's a college, a university, or vocational school. We've had Pompano Beach Fire Rescue ask us, you know, can we help someone go to Fire Academy? And yes, we can. Oh, so, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> So if somebody wants to go to Fire Academy and they're a new grad, just reach out to us, be accepted. You'll need to write an essay about why should you receive the scholarship, two letters of recommendation. And it is needs-based, which is fairly easy to qualify for. Um, you'll see the scale on the application.
1: Do you recall any of what some of the entrants wrote last year? Well. Amazing
2: as it may be, we uh, most of them uh, are the first in their family to go to college. Wow. And they're really looking to change your family tree, and you know that's always moving to see the motivation of these young students. And uh, we do want to help them get a lift up, as you said earlier to make the
1: success of their life. That has to be so hard to decide.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is hard to decide. Um, We did have not as many uh, applicants as we would like last year, so that's why they got an extra $500. Okay. (laughs) It was $1,000, but um, we'll give as much as we can depending on the donations. We try to give as many as we can. Let's just put it that way.
1: Okay, so I'm going to do the pitch Please make a donation if you can. And please, students, if you can use, and who can't, $1,000 or $1,500, whatever the amount may be, to help you get started in college or vocational school or technical school, or the fire academy, go to the website and fill out that application, because this is an opportunity for you to change your life and change, like you said, generations. It's resetting your family tree. And that's a huge thing to do. So many people I've spoken to, I hear them say, I was the first in my family to go to college. And that's something you take with you for the rest of your life. And it also sets a new trend because then the rest of the family realizes that, yes, you can do it. And any kind of blocks that might have seemed to be in your way can be overcome.
2: Absolutely. Yes, we even had students write, I saw my brother go to college, so it made me think I can go to college. So they wrote that in their essay.
1: I love to hear back. Uh, Last year, I had the chance to speak to a former recipient And I remember Janae, how she was so thrilled and had been able to set herself on a career path that she was really excited about. And it wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for that starting fund from Unity in the Community of Pompano Beach. So you're doing wonderful things for the students, for the community, and just bringing people together. You know, to be able to call where you live a community is a lot different than saying, oh, I live on that block or I live at Mm -hmm. this address. You know, I live in a community and, you know, your neighbors, really a different kind of thing.
2: A different kind of thing. Yes. And, you know, step up to be the solution and not the problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If someone wants to volunteer, do you still need assistance? Yes, we do
2: need assistance both at the Kids Zone, helping to serve the popcorn and the snow cones and also to serve hot dogs and pizza. Um, <laughs> you can um, do the same thing. You can call 954-729-0192.
1: And do you have requirements a minimum age or can teenagers get service hours for volunteering?
2: Yes, the so teenagers can get service hours. Um, we do ask to be 16 and older. Okay, 0192.
1: Okay, and it's uicpompano.org. This runs 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., so lots of time for you to enjoy everything that will be there. Do you recommend that people arrive early, or is there kind of a coming and going throughout the day?
2: It's pretty much coming and going throughout the day. Uh, Probably the peak is around 1 o'clock, and that will be when we have the live auction.
1: And we will be there with Cox Media Group helping you out on the stage. Uh, Whatever you need us to do, we'll do it. And we can't wait. You know, every year this gets bigger and more exciting. And we're just so happy to be a part of it. So thank you for allowing us to be there. And again, thanks for what you're doing for the community. You must get letters at the end of the event from people who are just so grateful.
2: Well, we do a survey. Um, We do need to show the city of Pompano what the response was. So we have a survey and we do get very good responses.
1: And yep. you're you're a pro at this, Carolyn Mann. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for your time. Six days away. I hope that everyone will come and join us at Pompano Community Park, right near the amphitheater. Again, free admission. Where's the best place to park?
2: You can park anywhere around the Aquatic Center, which is in the Pompano Community Park. And then there's a lot across from the Emma Lou Olson Center. It would be on the west side that is fenced in. And you can park there. And the parking is free.
1: It's all free. Come to Pompano. It's all free.
2: It's all free. And there is handicapped parking. You just need to see the um, entrance gate and someone will let you into a handicapped parking if you have the handicap sticker guide.
1: Perfect. And we have the information on our events listing on our websites. So you can also find a direct link to uicpompano.org. And again, if you want to be more involved and, you know, get into being on the board or running for president uh, locally, 954-729-0192. Carolyn, I love talking to you and look forward to seeing you out at Unity in the community of Pompano Beach next Saturday, January 27th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's always a pleasure. Same here. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at ellen.jaffe. That's J-A-2-F-1-E at cmg.com. I do want to invite you once again to visit our website and take a look at the events listing. You'll find info about Unity in the Community, also about the Kid Hero 5K, the same day but in the morning, so you can do both and support kids in distress. And of course, the following week, February 3rd, is the annual VCA Walk for the Animals to Benefit the Humane Society of Broward County. Please sign up. Join a pack, make a donation, whatever you can do to support the Humane Society we appreciate. Hope you have a great day and join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new
0: Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort.